Time to learn, scout, win, and repeat. Let's continue the process. Welcome back to the process. It's your boy Ralph. Excited to talk some divisional football with you. We'll get into it. Keep it short and simple. Just get you guys some, um, you know, quick tidbits about what we might see this week and go over what we saw last week. If you're new to the show, welcome. This is Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment presents the process. Typically, what we would do during the season is go through segment by segment, uncover all of the angles of the football action for every week so that we can have a leg up on everybody in the DFS world, in the seasonal football world. We want to win. We want to sound smart. We want to act like we know what we're doing. That's what this podcast is about, taking you from before the draft to the to through championship week, as you see, we're still going and giving you the notes and the tips that you need to beat everybody in your circle. So that's the process usually. Once we get to the playoffs, a little more truncated, just a little more banter, just a little more what we see in each week. Give you a little bit of an edge if you think you may want to continue to play DFS, which gets more precarious as the games get fewer. Again, I'm your host, Ralph. If you're new, you can find this podcast at www.tigerbombsae.com. All the Tiger Bomb podcasts you can find there. You can click on the process page, watch it there, listen to it there, watch it via YouTube there, Um, as well as use that website to check out the other podcast that Tiger Bomb offers as well. True crime, baseball, you know, uh, NASCAR, you name it. If you want to listen to your podcast on the go, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, got you covered. Got you guys covered. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, just search Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment. This will come up. You can like and subscribe. Listen to us on the go, catch all the new episodes that way, as well as all the other episodes of uh, Tiger Bomb podcasts. If you like and subscribe that way through your app, you'll, get, you'll catch it all. If you're a social media person, great. We can connect there too. No problem. Facebook, Twitter, same way. At the process, TBSAE. Want to do some last minute banter, maybe some, you know, this or that player for, for you know, DFS purposes, typically during the year, during the fantasy regular season, people are using the Facebook or the Twitter to get maybe some last minute tips for, for stardom sitem. So that's the important information where you can find us last week. Wildcard week got us into the playoffs. Y'all we saw Seattle go to San Fran and lose um, just too much, too much San Francisco for the Seahawks. I mean, they, Gino's just a guy. He had a great year, but he's not a difference maker, right? And so the, they were an inferior team, and it looked that way. San Francisco had their way with them, able to run the football liberally with McCaffrey uh, and get their way. It was nice to see, finally, Seattle force the issue to DK Metcalf. Should have did more of that all year long. Don't know why they didn't do more of that, but they did finally go in that direction, which was cool to see. Um, but ultimately, uh, Ken Walker, you know, Decent middling on the ground, but just not enough to take over the football game. So there you go. Um, they didn't embarrass themselves in the first half, but certainly blown out in the second half. Chargers at Jacksonville, we talked about this one, said the Chargers are going to win. And boy, was I feeling confident when they got up 27-0. They came back and lost this game. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's on the coach. It's on everything. It's like they had a complete meltdown. And Jacksonville – wasn't necessarily super poised or anything like they like, yes, they were poised. Yes. They came back and they won, but it's like, 
there's a lot of celebration for Trevor Lawrence. It's like he's the reason they were in that hole, right? He made so many mistakes in the first half. So I'm not really one to celebrate a guy for correcting his own shortcomings, right? Like that's like you get the credit you do for sure, but you got them into this mess. Of course, you should have gotten them out. But the Chargers basically had the foot on the gas and let up in the second half, couldn't do anything, couldn't get points on the board, couldn't stop them. That's a real serious offensive, you know, philosophy meltdown uh, and that and defensive as well. I don't know where that team goes from there. You can't really fire Brandon Staley. It's like not enough to get him fired. Like, unfortunately, he's been doing enough to keep his job, but that's not great. Like, that's a team with not a lot of direction. They should have ran that football more. more much more the path to victory for them. Couldn't do it. Um, couldn't do it at all. Etienne, they didn't run because with Jacksonville because they got down, obviously. But uh, looking for Kirk and, and more Kirk, more Kirk over to Jones. But we had called out those two last week, and Evan Ingram showed up there a little bit too. But that you know they they kept playing, they kept playing, and Trevor made some plays. But ultimately, um, not a great outing by him, even though he finished it strong. You got to look at the whole body of work, right? And so it's kind of like you know they. They shouldn't have won that football game, but they did. They, they're obviously on borrow time this year, but just a storybook year for them so far. The Chargers got to go right back to the well and try to figure out what's going on with that football team. Embarrassing loss, honestly. Miami at Buffalo. God damn it. Miami at Buffalo, uh, Miami played Buffalo a lot better than they should have. Like they had no business being in that football game. Uh, Buffalo's passing defense continues to be suspect down the stretch of the year here. Uh, and Allen continues to make a lot of turnovers, but Miami and Skylar Thompson showed up. They didn't, they didn't just mail it in. They really could have not played that game knowing Tua wasn't going to be there, but they didn't do that. They allowed themselves the opportunity to be professional, show up to work. They did it. Skyler did it, kept them in the game. Some, some drops early on by those receivers. If they make some of those catches or a couple of those catches, maybe the outcome's a little bit different here. Miami probably should have run a little more, but they didn't seem to be in a place to do that with these running backs. These are oft injured guys who don't seem to be able to tote the rock as hard as a team like Miami needs, but maybe that's something for them to think about next year. They'll have some questions for sure, but they should hang them hang their heads high on how they play Buffalo this week in a game that they had no business being in. Buffalo, more questions than the answers. They should have won that game handily. And again, we're now we're talking about the secondary and how ineffective they've been um, in the second half of the season. So that's going to bode trouble this week, probably. Giants and Minnesota. We had Giants winning this one, guys. The exact same way we said it was going to go down. Um, said that D Dable wasn't going to let his guys go into Minnesota 
twice this year and lose. They felt they should have won that game. They felt it was a lucky, what, 60-yard field goal beat them before. They don't think Minnesota beat them so much as they lost it. And they proved that this week. They went in there, and uh, Dory Jackson did a good job holding Justin Jefferson, then kept him under 50 yards. And, you know, Minnesota didn't have anything else outside of Jefferson. Cook wasn't really – you know, able to establish himself. And that's been the case all year. It has some decent games here and there, great stats, but not a tick mover, right? Like not a needle mover this year is what we saw. Minnesota pretenders, like we said they were. They faced a lot of um, not great talent racked up on them as well. You should, but when it comes down to it, Giants were ready to win that football game. And um, they had no doubts about, you know, their ability to walk in there and do it. They And they were able to pull it off, so. Baltimore, another team that kept it a lot closer than they had any business keeping it. Prochet's got to make that catch in the end. What a what a trash way to end the year. But the, you know, Huntley kept a minute. I you know that play, I'm okay with it. He tries to extend the football. I know that stinks. That was their year right there, right? But um, the defenders for Cincinnati did exactly you know what I was listening to actually Jeff Mann say this week is like this is what you should do just punch the football out when you see them extend it like that but um certainly Cincinnati won that football game now they seem to have some problems too giving up uh stuff on the back end now because they don't have um Chidobia Woozy now who's going to be out so issues there for them too but Baltimore that defense kept them in the game uh this is a junkyard dog defense be interesting to see where they go next year, whether Lamar is a part of that or not, because they have a good unit there. Um, that's the reason why they didn't get blown out in that football game. A lot of people want money betting on that, uh, you know, uh, plus, you know, that, that over or whatever. So, and then Dallas at Tampa Bay, Brady looked old and washed. And I'm not going to say it's because he is like that. I'm just going to say it's because he might be, but they didn't do him any favors. Like he, 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 th- he had 800 attempts this year, including the playoffs, guys. 66 attempts last week. He's so old. Like, he's so old. You can't do that. Like, you had, like, a player like him, like, at this point in his career, like, he's not who he used to be. Like, you got to give him some help. He needs, you know, a balanced run game. He needs something to help him out. They threw way too much. And uh, he has no legs. He can't take off. You put him in a hole. You put him in a hole, basically. So, there's that, and uh, they lost to Dallas, who needed to get a playoff victory sorely, and they got it. Looking forward to this. Oh, and actually, DraftKings last week did fine on Saturday, um, and then on Sunday just missed the doubled up money. Uh, but ultimately, those picks didn't. They weren't terrible. We had good picks, and we were in it all weekend, and that was fun. And um, you know, anytime you bring back some money to the coffers, that's fantastic, right? So. Good stuff there. And we'll move on to this week. Four games this week on the slate. So you got Jacksonville going to Kansas City. This is a rematch from, I think, week 10 it was. Kansas City won that game, but not by as much as you would think. Jacksonville played tough. Christian Kirk played well. Two touchdowns. Kansas City very susceptible against the slot receiver, and that proved out in that game. So a lot of us looking for that again this game. Uh, Jacksonville, I think they're they're – you know, the luck's going to run out here. Kansas City is not going to fall apart like the Chargers did in the second half. I think Kansas City can get up early, but they won't find themselves in a position like uh, L.A. did last week. 
Kelsey's in a great place. Jacksonville basically hemorrhaging to that middle of the field, right? So the tight end, the slot receiver. So Juju Smith-Schuster, because there's no McCole Hartman again this week, still not back. So those would be the guys I'm looking at uh, more than anything else. The Kansas City run game, pretty much non-existent at this point. Um, for Jacksonville, you know, Tien was around last week, and they would love to, to get him involved this week. But I think the same thing that happened last week is going to happen this week. You only had 11 attempts because the game script got away from them. I think the game script can get away from them again this week, and then he has to take a backseat as they try to you know stay in that football game. So I don't think necessarily he's going to catch a bunch of passes either, really. So I, I wouldn't necessarily – he could, but I'm out on it. I think that uh, Kansas City's defense should provide a decent rush. And we've seen that Lawrence is, you know, he can make some mistakes if they do that. And so I think that's where we're going here in a game that Kansas City should win. Giants going to Philadelphia for the late game on Saturday. And uh, the Giants got a lot closer in the second game. So they played in week 14, played again in week 18, week 14. Philadelphia blew the water out of, blew, blew them out the water, right? First half, it was just a, you know, a route already. Second game, um, Giants played them better. No, a lot of starters for both teams because the playoff spot was cemented, right, for for the Giants. So a couple of their backups, but they did play them better. Now we get this matchup here, and there's some interesting matchups between the Giants and the Eagles. Third time around, Dallas team has proven if we get enough looks at a team, we will overcome. Ask Minnesota about that. So third time, they're hoping is going to be the charm against Philadelphia. They get a Dory Jackson for this one. Now, AJ Brown has carved them up the, the cup, you know, the times he's faced them, but it's been different like cornerback combinations. So for the third time, it's going to be a different cornerback combination, but this one probably works more in their favor. Dory Jackson is a bigger, more physical corner. AJ Brown, bigger physical guy. So this should be, you know, a lot of physicality, basically. I know I just said that word like three times, but we're looking at some physical football here between those two. And uh, AJ should win that matchup, but it's not going to be easy. And we saw last week what Adoree could do uh, in limiting Jeff and Jefferson. But I will say that Jefferson was hot in the first half and uh, all five of those catches were against Adoree Jackson or in his coverage. So something to think about. That's why I think like Brown, it'll be a tougher matchup, but Brown could get there uh, in terms of that. Now, everywhere else you look, for Philadelphia, like the run game isn't, you know, the first time around Philadelphia passed a lot more and that was to the detriment of the giant defense. Now I think that they can switch it around and run a little more this time. I like Miles Sanders. I like Jalen Hurts, who's going to be back and I hope he's running, but this combination of the two of them and maybe even Boston Scott, who also played his role as well the second time around, like the second time around Philly ran their butts off. Right? So. I'm looking for a little bit more of that. I think there's going to be a lot of balance. Um, I, you know, Devonta Smith definitely in play. I think maybe a little more than Goddard uh, for me, but I like Jalen Hurts. I like Miles Sanders. Those will be the two guys. I mean, I, you know, and A.J. Brown, obviously. The Philadelphia defense pretty stout uh, and getting better against the run later in the year as they've gotten more healthy. So for the Giants, I mean, the path to victory has to be you know, you need to go back and look at what Washington did. Look at what the commanders did. And you got to try to, you know, mimic that performance by Brian Robinson and company. So Saquon Barkley, 
should be in play. If you want to look at the pass game, because they should be trailing, right? You want to look at the pass game. Danny Dimes going to have to put up the numbers. So it's not like it doesn't matter about matchups. They're going to be trailing and they're not going to roll over and die in the playoffs. And so he'll have to do something. This is fucking Guys, gonna have to bear with me this week. Sorry. As we were saying, the Giants um, is a little bit of a different matchup this week, but I still don't think it favors them. Philadelphia should be able to run the football, and they should be able to find success passing the ball too. Their defense is just too good, so I don't think they're gonna win lose this one at home. Giants should be more scrappy, but it's at Philly. Philly wins. Cincinnati at Buffalo, the game that wasn't, that we should have had. So this one we're finally going to get. And as far as this game goes, I just think that both teams, they have a similar identity, like in terms of wanting to just pass the ball. And especially for Cincinnati, now they don't have either of their starting left tackles. They've got three starting offensive linemen out. You know, they're going to have to get the football out there. The rush is probably going to be a problem. They're not going to be able to assert themselves on the ground. So I see a lot of passing, especially when you think about how bad Buffalo has been against the pass lately. So a lot of that seems to be playing in together. And as far as Buffalo goes, they're going to pass too because Cincinnati also been bad. Uh, Chidobia Woozy went down, and so they've been terrible against the pass. There's number one starting corner. Uh, we know that Buffalo likes to pass. They don't have a sense of, you know, running the football or needing to do that. So I don't see them uh, making the effort here when it's going to be obviously probably a little easier to pass on Cincinnati defense. Who's gotten a little stout against the run. Uh, I, you know, Buffalo being at home, I'm going to give this one to them, but,
but it's a it's just a close game and there's injuries on the Cincinnati side which is why I'll say that they'll lose out uh, but if you're looking for players in this game, you, the offensive environment, we like the offensive environment. I'm not big on either tight end, but everybody else certainly is in play from wide receivers to both um, quarterbacks. I'd stay away from the running backs, too. I'm not big on Mixon or Singletary or Cook, but, you know, the prevalent wide receivers and cornerback quarterbacks here, we can play them all in the game. But I think Buffalo is going to win. Dallas at San Fran. Dallas on the road here with a big opportunity. They could win this football game. Their defense is good enough to win this football game. And this will all be about uh, for San Francisco, whether they can stay balanced. Brock Purdy's offense has been pretty balanced so far this year. Can they maintain that? Or is that not going to be a part of what we see from them this week? So I think the Dallas pass rush is going to have to keep them. You know, this is going to make him you know, have to get rid of the ball a little quicker than he may want to. So we'll have to see what they do. Brandon Ayuk is definitely in um, a good position this week. I think more so than Debo. Um, Not looking at Kittle so much, but running the ball too. You got it. McCaffrey's going to have to run against this Dallas defense and they're going to have to get the ball out there. So maybe those swing passes, um, but they'll need to get the football out is what's going to happen this week for San Francisco in a game where, uh, again, if they're going to have a chance to win, they can't uh, just rely on the run only, though. And so that's why we like Brandon Ayuk. For the Dallas side of things, San Francisco, pretty good on you know against the pass and against the run on defense. But probably if there's a weakness, it's going to be in the slot. So Lamb is in a really good spot this week. Schultz also, you know, 49ers kind of funnel stuff to the middle of the field. So Schultz also in a decent play. But those running backs are going to have a tougher day for Dallas. So they're probably going to have to rely on Dak Prescott to win this one. And he's been turnover prone. So it's precarious. And this is why this game is going to be close because they're on the road. And um, the the thing that they want to do, which is run the football, might not be available. So it's going to be a close football game. But in the end, I, I think, you know, Brock may make a mistake. And we can count on Stefan Diggs to, like, make him make that pay, right? Diggs hasn't been great all year. They've given up – he's given up yards and coverage for sure. So, IU can get him. But, you know, can a rookie quarterback have a turnover against a defense that breeds turnovers and has a good pass rush? Yes, they can. That being said, the San Francisco offensive line is going to do their best to keep them – you know, to keep him upright in, in Purdy I'm talking about. But uh, this is one where the one thing that San Fran has against them is this um, – track record of success versus Dallas, who doesn't have that lately. I don't trust their coach in Dallas. You know, I don't, I don't think McCarthy is a solution to any problems. He's usually a part of the problem. So, you know, that's the thing that's holding me back from saying Dallas can go ahead and win this all together. I I'm very hesitant, but I'm going to excite San Francisco here. I just think that there's too much to go wrong. If you're just going to have to lean on Dak and McCarthy like Dax passing and McCarthy's decisions, I'm over it. So I think, you know, that'll be enough to probably propel the San Francisco 49ers past this team right here. Um, if, Like I said, if they can keep it balanced, they got a great chance to win that football game. So that's what we're looking at this week. Sorry again about the chopped uh, recording. Not much I can do about that this week, guys. But um, – Anyways, if you're going to play DraftKings or something like that, just keep in mind some of the stuff that we talked about 
including um, here. I've got my plays here. I just want to kind of pull it up for you. If I'm playing, I'm keeping in mind like Burrow this week. I'm keeping in mind Miles Sanders. I'm keeping in mind Brandon Ayu, Christian Kirk, uh, Lamb, like we said, Schultz, Kelsey. Those are the people in good spots, right? So if you're going to play, it's less game. So it's like the Sharks are out there. We don't have a great chance to win. But if you want to go try to get some ducats, go for it, man. All right, that's all I got for you guys this week. We'll be right back here next week to talk about what we saw this weekend. Enjoy the games. You know how to get at me if you need me. Peace. The process is brought to you by Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment.